if this happens, your ability to interpret the divine righteous spirit of the most high Yah, gone. Literally, if this happens today on Healing Pain with Proverbs. Respect these boundaries. Religious critics are not welcome here. This brand has no religious affiliations. Critical spirits with religious projections, prophecies, pronouncements, criticisms, questions, etc. will be ignored and, when necessary, blocked on all of our platforms. Peace, Truth Tribe. Heal hurtful choices and find answers to some of your most painful questions. Where? In the book of Proverbs. It holds priceless treasures of wisdom for making better life and relationship choices today and forward. Let's read together live right now when you join me for Healing Pain with Proverbs. Most Mondays at 7 a.m. Eastern, check the homepage of this YouTube channel for future live stream dates. Which particular verse from today's passage will move your heart toward the healing of wisdom most? Leave a comment to let me and Truth Tribe know during this live and get the email subscriber only free download sent on Mondays to help you improve your week. How can you get the free download? Visit ZaraHairston.com to enter your email address into the pop-up and you'll start to get that download plus more. Okay, it's almost time to get started. Make sure you have a notebook. This is not counseling, a sermon, or a Bible study. It is simply a reading and sharing of the word for inspiration and encouragement. Peace, truth, tribe. If you are already a part of the tribe, that is. If not, peace. I'm author, counselor, and coach Zara Harrison, helping you remember that love doesn't lie or expect you to live one so you can get free and stay free from toxic because you cannot love toxic people the way that you love healthy people. So that's what we do over here. Um, this is, I'm not going to get into that because then I'm, yeah. So, um, we are not to be a fool for love. Love is wisdom and that wisdom is so healing. And we're learning that on the truth tribe partner journey. So there are a few journeys that we have that we're going on with the truth tribe community at large. And then at small truth tribe, um, is going on the journey of healing through wisdom with healing pain with Proverbs. We're healing from narcissists on beware of the narcissist. And that's, um, it was going to be each Wednesday. I'll talk about that next time I go live about beware of the narcissist. I had an emergency. I had to cut that live short. <sighs> yeah. People out here getting healed and the enemy blaming me for it. Take that up with the father. Um, so yeah, look on the homepage of my YouTube channel to see when the next live is for the beware of the narcissist. I know that that series is already helping a lot of people just like Healing Payment Proverbs is helping a lot of people. Um, 
if something happens or something changes because you know you just never know what life might bring please make sure that you look in the description to get my um link to get instant notifications about lives just like this one that you're watching or updates um it's my personal tele telegram link that's why i let people know like what's going on if a live doesn't happen or something changes it's really quick for me to do that so you can look at the description after this live so that you can do that. Also, as always, I like to thank a very special part of Truth Tribe, that is Truth Tribe patrons who help me make free content, including videos, exercises, and resources, just like this resource, this live, this video that you're watching right now. I truly appreciate your support patrons, and I'm sure those who benefit from your giving appreciate it too. If I'm correct, and you appreciate it, please show it by giving this video a like and also sharing it. It can help someone else get on their road to healing from toxic love, which is what we do over here. You ain't got to heal from healthy people. You got to heal from toxic people. So that's what we doing over here. So when I opened up, I said that um, your ability to interpret the divine righteous spirit of Yah gone if this happens. What is that? I'm on the New Jersey transit train at the Trenton station stop, my legs running, my little skinny legs, I was young at this time, running down the platform. I ain't old, but I was a lot younger then. Running down the platform, tears running just as fast as my legs, trying to catch this train, about to miss it, crying. My face felt like icicles from the tears because it's so cold outside and the wind is just hitting it. You ever cry and it drip and it's cold, and it's like an icicle on your face. That's me. And I'm crushed in the spirit while I'm running down this platform trying to get to my train. Too many reasons to list right now, but I want to share a few of the reasons why I was on that platform running with icicles on my face, crushed in the spirit, crying. If people saw me, they probably like, what's she crying for? She running down the <laughs> Just like y'all like us. That's me crying open broad daylight you know you get fed up to the point where you can't hide your tears no more and you just out in the public just so i'm gonna share a few of those reasons i remember this guy at the post office where i got my p.o box and he was telling me that the most high had told him that i was his wife yeah he told me that i would go pick up my mail up he would look at me to the side who that I would go up there and I would be uncomfortable sometimes because he would stare at me sometimes. It wasn't creepy, but you could just tell like somebody's eyes are on you. And this one day I go up and I, um, I think I had to pick something up from my PO box. There was a slip in there and I had to go to him. And he tells me this day, cause nobody was in the post office. You're going to be my wife. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't say yeah, but he said, God, he said, God told me that you're my wife. You're supposed to be my wife. You just watch. Huh? He ain't tell me that. So am I getting it wrong? Am I not here? You know, this is the time where I couldn't fully discern y'all. I was learning how to discern, right? So he's telling me it's going to be so. Fast forward to me thinking that this new pastor at an old church was my husband because I made a list and drew a picture like people had told me to do so I could know what I wanted in a man. You got to list what you want in a man and then draw a picture. And then you got to see it and visualize what you want to see in a husband. So I'm like, oh, that sounds smart. I ain't saying there's nothing wrong with writing a list and knowing what you want, but this is who I was around and yeah. So I made that list and guess what? Voila, poof, 
this new pastor shows up at this church and he fit the whole bill. It was like one thing that wasn't on that list. I said, oh my gosh, is this it? Is this it? Couldn't tell because it didn't have discernment. And I couldn't understand why I couldn't feel the true divine spirit of Yah. I couldn't, like, why can't I hear you clear? Why am I so confused? Then I'm playing the fence with a sexual abuser just before him, sexually abusing me. And he said that I was the one. All these people telling me I'm the one, I'm telling these people they might be the one according to a list that I done made up that somebody took. So here I am. If you read my novel, it came to pass. This is, you know, um, sometime after a lot of this, uh, before a lot of this stuff. So that, that's, that's my foundation. This is after that. This is what it produces. A whole bunch of confusion, right, when you don't heal. So I'm running down the platform and I'm anxious about missing my train. So I think I'm crying because I think I'm about to miss my train. I'm crying because I think if I miss my train, then I'm going to be late. Then I got to I sit down on that train and I realize at the root, yeah, I didn't want to miss my train. But sometimes we crying about the, the thing that we think we crying about one thing. We really crying about something else. We talked about that in Last Hill and Payment Proverbs, how um, sometimes we mask things, right? So I'm thinking it's the train that I'm about to miss. When I sit down, I realize at the root of every, the crushing that I was feeling in my spirit, it was foolishness catching up to me. Similar to me running with my skinny little legs and that skirt on and them stockings to the train, tears running. That's how foolishness was tracking me down. And it caught me. So because I couldn't interpret the spirit accurately, accurately, it was leading me to sin, to think people were my husband who were not, to get cheated on, to pick bad friends, to trust wicked family members who abused my grace because they said they knew y'all and went to church. Wicked, just wicked. That day though, this was the difference. Cause see, I was on a path to my healing journey I, I, that's when I had started, you know what I'm saying? So this time I sit on the train and I realized this ain't what I'm crying about missing this train. Cause your girl was healing then she was getting on the road to healing. So I realized that most of those people had proved the opposite of what they said to me. So why was I living in this world of, um, opposite this saying, this is love, but saying what isn't love is love. Why am I doing this? Confusion. There's a perversion of the mind that happens, right? And so I said, I'm going to commit to this little notebook. And it was where, it was a book that I had. I still, I still have it today. It was a silver sparkly book, really big. And um, I had committed to myself to process my thoughts. I said, this ends today. I ain't going to do this. And I already had the book in my, um, my bag and I had drew lines and some rows and some filled in and how to process my thoughts. And that's when I started processing my thoughts. So today I've upgraded that a few times, um, so that I know how to prove the opposite is false when I get caught up into confusion. 
And um, it's a tool that I actually use when I coach people. It's something that Yah gave me that I use on my very own healing journey. Before I was able to be up here and not be in confusion no more, it was a process. It was a journey. So that's why I call a lot of these, you know, um, healing payment proverbs a journey. Beware of the narcissist a journey. Truth tribe partner journey where I match people and, you know, that's closed for this year. But that's what that journey is about. Um, it came from my own experiences. The Holy Spirit was my partner. Truth tribe partner journey, I, I try to match people of a like spirit. But at that time, the Holy Spirit was my teacher, my partner, my match. And um, gave me a lot of different things that I thought was just for myself at that time. And it's the very thing I use when I, when I counsel and coach people today. Um, but what it did is it healed my confusion so that I could exercise divine wisdom and discernment instead. See, when you, <laughs> Proverbs 15, 4 says, um, which is in one of the verses in today, it says that a wholesome tongue is a tree of life. And we'll talk about that later, but this is the part I want to focus on. But the perverseness therein is a breach in the Ruach. The perverseness therein is a breach in the Ruach. What do you think that perverseness is? Are we talking about a sexual perversion? Nah, when you go study out that word, in the context of this scripture, you go back to where they pulled it from. That perverseness here is not being a sexual pervert. No, it's being crooked and distorted in your ways, in your thinking. Why? Because it vexes, it ruins, and ultimately breaks the spirit, it says. Breaks the spirit of the Most High Yah in you, which is your very ability to interpret it. Gone perverted because the most high said, I need you to have a sound mind, a sound mind, right? So this connects, we already did Proverbs four, but this connects to Proverbs four twenty three, where it says out of the heart are what y'all the issues you got issues of life. So we must keep our heart with all diligence, all diligence. Why? Let me show you something real quick. You got to keep your heart or you won't end up like me running on that platform with them skinny legs and them icicles thinking you're crying about the train until you process it and you realize what you, what's really going on. Confusion, unprocessed. And this is what happens oftentimes. It says um, the wisdom of Solomon in the Sefer version, uh, 1-4, for into a malicious soul, wisdom shall not enter, nor dwell in the body that is subject unto sin. So sometimes we think malicious is just you little snake. No, sometimes a malicious soul can be what we just talked about. When you're crooked and distorted in your thinking, it's a, it's a maliciousness against the most high's order and way of doing things. So yeah, on the surface, yeah, we can say you a malicious, vindictive snake. That's who, that's what, who, for that is too. But why couldn't I process things? Why was I so confused? Wisdom couldn't enter in because of confusion in the relationship that I was connected to and the way that I was thinking, yoking up with people I had no business yoking up with, fornicating with the dude. Okay. So, um, that's why I'm constantly encouraging you to keep your heart by doing the download, that download free by journaling, Go to 99 cent store. You ain't got to get my journal. You can go to 99 cent store. You ain't got to get mine. It ain't about me. It's about you healing. 
processing your thoughts because I would hate for you to lose your very vitality, which is his divine righteous spirit. It heals, it helps, it directs, it governs truth. So let's see what else the divine, what that divine wisdom has for us today. And I hope you will keep it. Not on your head, but by doing the download, a Bible study, journaling, all of which I make available if you can't find none. You, you can find some, you know, but I made it available on my site as well. So um, it's don't just listen to me. Don't just listen to me. Don't just even hear just the spirit and just hear, be a doer as well. Okay. <sighs> Before we get into it, forgive me y'all. I have not been giving y'all. Where's that? I can't hear it. I have not been giving y'all y'all hands. I have not. I gotta give you a hand clap because some of y'all was even getting up um, last time when it was your off day from work and y'all got up to, to, to do some work with wisdom. And then today you up here. Some of y'all might be off because of those who celebrate the new year. I personally believe the new year is not in the dead of winter when everything is dead, but when there is new life in spring, I think that's the new year, but you know, it's not about, I think. Um, so, you know, but some of y'all are off of work because of that. And instead of sleeping in, you said, I'm gonna get up at seven. That's <laughs> y'all reward them, please. So that's awesome. So I just wanted to give y'all a hand clap with that. And now we can go ahead and get into uh healing payment proverbs 15 we are on 15 y'all okay real quick let me just say peace to y'all because my bad my bad let me say peace to some of y'all peace nyoka peace is it be ready or bay ready forgive me Peace, Shelly Murphy. Peace, Trinity. Peace, she see shells. <sighs> Thank you for pushing through and coming on this day, Zara. I pray always y'all reward your diligence, but a little extra on this day. Thank you. I need it. Whew. Thank you. I'm still working through the, the emergency. Whew. Peace, Courtney Taylor. Peace, dreaming of Jerusalem. Um, this is my first healing pain proverbs live. I usually watch the playback. Thank you for being here. Peace, gracious greatness. Every precious person on here, yeah, I gotta get a journal. Yeah. Ramona, peace. I just was thinking about you the other day. Like, I ain't seen your name in a while. Peace, y'all. Okay. I just had to say peace real quick. Okay. <sighs> Thank you, Most High Yah, for your love and your grace and your mercy. Your tenderness. You are welcome here. 
we depend on you for healing. I ask that you heal everything that is broken in your people who are listening today or who will hear the playback, Most High Yah. Oh, you are so good. You are so loving. I ask that you will um, reign over my soul, Most High Yah, and, and do what it is that you need to do today. I ask that um, your healing with divine wisdom will speak to the hearts of your people and help them make better decisions, help them resolve anything they're on a fence about right now that they're struggling with, like they may not know which direction to go in. I ask that you will obliterate the spirit of confusion. The spirit of confusion, kill it, murder it. It needs to go because it's, because it makes us an adversary against you. It leads us into sin and it prevents the your wisdom from inhabiting in us. We need your your order. We need your peace. We need your wisdom and direction, Most High God. So I thank you so much for this day. Um, I thank you for allowing me to um, facilitate this experience and witness you healing people um, with your wisdom. I thank you so much for those who contacted me or even left a comment and said like how their life is changing, how they're seeing petitions being answered. Like, oh, I'm about to cry. Thank you, y'all. Thank you, y'all. It is a to um like we'll read today there is such a there's a it's like medicine to get some good news it's like medicine for something to change from hurt to healing oh my gosh like that's 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 the joy for me to hear those those stories of people getting released from the prisons of their own selves of their own minds of their trauma of toxic people and relationships. It is such a blessing. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you so much for that. And I ask that you will continue to do it. I ask that if there are people who are being lazy, who are being disobedient and hear but won't do, that you will convict their hearts even stronger today. Get on them, y'all. Have them get up, do the download, journal, start processing their thoughts. Help them do something with what they're hearing and not just hear. Get them off their butts, Most High Yah, and get them up. It's like the Messiah said to, to the man, nobody won't help me get up. He said, do you want to be healed? I'm asking people today, do you want to be healed? Then get up. Get up. Take a step. The most high is going to do more than you could ever do. But meet him at least part of the way. Get up. Thank you, most high. Because you're so loving, but you also don't play. You're so kind, but you also don't play. You're so compassionate because you don't play. And I ask that we will stop playing with you. Stop playing with your healing. Stop playing with your words. Stop playing with each other in these relationships. 
Let us walk in your love and your peace and your grace and your wisdom and your righteousness so we can see your healing reign in our lives and in our hearts in a, in amidst us as your people. Thank you for being here. Your will be done in the name of Yahusha, Yeshua, some say. Um, so be it. Hallelujah. Okay. Proverbs 15. Contrast the upright and the wicked. Have y'all noticed how many times we're doing that? in uh, Proverbs, it's, it's constantly contrasting the upright and the wicked. There's a difference. It's, it's trying to tell you, it's a difference. You need to know. All right, uh, verse 15, a soft and gentle and thoughtful answer turns away wrath, but the harsh and painful and careless words stir up anger. We should be careful not to provoke or make a situation worse. We, we, as people of Yah, are supposed to be making things better. And if you're in a situation where it keeps, excuse me, getting worse, then you might need to get out of that situation because you might be in, in, a, in, a, in a company of something that's going to corrupt you. Many conflicts arise not because of the issues, but it's how you said it, like verse 1 is saying. Now, that's different for the narcissist. There's no nice way to say it to a narcissist. I wish, let me pause this, let me go. I wish somebody would have told me this because when I was reading Proverbs trying to get healing for my situations and people would be like, you just gotta be nice or you just gotta say it better. And no matter how nice I would say it to somebody with the spirit of narcissism, which we are talking about over on the Beware the Narcissist series, it wouldn't work. I would still get wrath. I couldn't understand it. I said, is there scripture a lie? It said that if like, no, sometimes you can still say it soft and get wrath because of the spirit that you're dealing with. So just, I just want to be much out to be conscious of that because some of you will keep blaming yourself. Like I'm saying it nice and they keep telling me it's the way that I'm saying it. I don't know no other nice way to say this. If a person hates the truth, there's no nice way you can say it to them. But you know, we talking about uh, healthy people in, in verse 15. We're going to get to the toxic people throughout though. Um, verse two, the tongue of the wise speaks knowledge that is pleasing and acceptable, but the babbling mouth of fools spouts folly. It is a skill to know when to speak and when to be quiet. Even wise counsel can be given at the wrong time. Let me tell you, I know there are, there are people that I want to help, but I would not dare say nothing to you. Wrong time. You're not ready. It is a skill to know when to speak and when to be quiet. See, sometimes we're taught just help people at any cost and at any expense. No, when a person like we turned, like we learned about not get casting your pearls before swine, you don't need to be giving uh, pearls to swine. It's it's the time. It's the time and the place. But the tongue of the wise does speak knowledge that is pleasing and acceptable. Babbling mouth of fools spout folly. You you got to know when to speak and when not to. Verse three, the eyes of the most high Yahuwah are in every place, watching the evil and the good and all their endeavors. So even when human eyes can't see us, we are unhidden to Yah. So that's why if somebody did something crazy to you, he saw it. He takes time because it's like he's trying to give people a chance to repent. So he, the most high Yah, he, he be taking time. I'll be like, Yah, 
can we talk? I'll be like David with y'all. Like, why is that not? <laughs> me and David, I'm telling you, David has to be like very closely related to me because I just, I'm, I'm him. I act like him as far as how the Psalms go. Pleading. You see this wicked one? <laughs> I hate wickedness and sin and I love justice. And I'm like, where's the justice? The most, uh, David said to the most high, this one verse I was reading the other day, he said, wake yourself up. I think I told y'all that. He said, wake yourself up to y'all. Who are you talking to, David? It wasn't disrespectful though, but he wake yourself up. Like that's how I hate wickedness and I hate injustice. Ooh, like I can't stand it. But verses like this, verse three helps me. Yah sees it. His eyes are in every place. As much as much as you hate it, the most high hate it more. Who you think gave you the desire in your heart to hate hate wickedness? Not yourself. You didn't choose me. I chose you. The most high says. Uh, verse where we at? Verse four. Our words often. I'm sorry. A soothing tongue, speaking words that build up and encourage, is a tree of life. But a perverse tongue, speaking words that overwhelm and depress, crushes the spirit. Oh my gosh, how how many of y'all have been in a company of somebody that you went to, to get help and you feel worse? And I'm not talking about you feel worse because they told you the truth and you didn't want to hear the truth. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about they are perverse, not in the sexual way, but the way we talked about here, crooked and confused. So you came thinking you was going to get some clarity and you just left more confused. That's the perverseness of the mind. So it makes you feel worse. And as this one says here, it makes you feel depressed. Like, oh my gosh, I wish I would have never even talked to you. Never mind. Right? Our words do way more good than we might assume. And on the flip side, can do way worse. A tree brings life by its fruit. Likewise, confused and crooked, corrupt speech going to bring you more harm. That's why I be saying, be careful who you go tell your, who you're trying to get some wisdom from. I'm sorry, I don't know why I look so blue in here. I have no idea what's going on. I don't have time to fix it. Um, but forgive me if that's a distraction to anybody. Um, so yeah, it's like you, but then on the flip side, you ever talk to somebody about your situation and you feel like a whole weight lifted, whole burden lifted off of you. And they told you the truth that you may not have wanted to hear, but you still feel better. Like I needed that. A soothing tongue speak those kind of words. You know, it's a perverse tongue. If you feel confused after you talk to them, you need to be careful because a perverse tongue is connected to a corrupt heart and you can be corrupted by corrupt people. You, do y'all see how all of this is connecting? Verse five, a flippant, arrogant fool rejects his father's instruction and correction, but he who is willing to learn and regard and keeps in mind a reprimand acquires good sense. Again, Proverbs is mainly written as advice from a father to a child. Most people say it's Solomon that's writing this to his child. Um, but an attitude toward authority instruction as an adult is primarily linked to an attitude as a child. So, for example, we've been learning on the narcissistic series. The golden child um, is going to doesn't have doesn't understand authority because they're never corrected for the most part. Um, and we explain that over there on that channel. Why? But um how many of us, let me look at this again real quick. Verse five. Um, that's what I wanted to say. So when I would read scriptures like this, but I was getting folly from my father 
I was like, but Proverbs says to like listen to the instruction of my father. If your father is righteous or your parent is righteous, if they are wicked, Excuse me, y'all, that's my husband. I have that one on. I did. You can try it if you want. My husband's here trying to save the day and fix the blueness behind me. Thank you, husband. Um, Yeah, I tried that earlier before, but it didn't want to come on. So it's not talking about a righteous parent, a, a unrighteous parent. It's not talking about a wicked parent. It's talking about a righteous parent right that we want to listen to so because some of us get confused and we feel like oh my gosh i'm not obeying the most high because i won't listen to my crooked parent some of us don't have righteous parents and so then you need to let the most high be your father in that case right no it's still blue it's okay husband because i'm in the middle of a a live i don't want to get too distracted i need to stay focused but thank you so much can you close that back though? It's a distraction to me. I can't. It's like at the corner of my eye, I keep seeing what's going on outside. Thank you. I appreciate your help. All right, verse six. Really? <laughs> I'm up at y'all. Verse six. Great and priceless treasure is in the house of the consistently righteous one who seeks divine instruction and grows in wisdom. But trouble is in the is in the income of the wicked one who rejects the laws of the Most High Yah. There is great treasure in in the spiritual, which with wisdom also brings tangible treasure. Because how could it not? The wicked, however, get more money, more problems. You heard that term, more money, more problems. They get more money, but they get more problems with it. That's not so for the righteous. That's not so for the righteous. If you got the right, if you're righteous at heart. Now, you can get more money and claim you a believer, but you if you're not righteous at heart, you're going to have more problems that comes with that. So we don't have to accept the curse of the wicked and think because we have wealth, it's going to turn us into a terrible, terrible person. No, work on your heart because it's, it's a byproduct of divine wisdom to have tangible treasure that that wisdom brings. It makes you help, it helps you make better business decisions, better life decisions. Please excuse me, y'all. My children are outside playing with the other children in the neighborhood, so they're very loud. <laughs> and my husband just opened this window. Husband, if you're watching this broadcast, can you please come back and close this window? Cause they're very loud outside. Forgive me y'all for all these distractions. This is, this is a very transparent moment. Um, so again, we don't have to accept the curse of the wicked. You know what I'm saying? Where we get more money, more problems. Nah, we could get more wisdom and more wealth because of that wisdom. Some of us are in financial burdens and in trappings because we lack wisdom. And we trying to we learned previously we trying we trying to take shortcuts to get some fast money. Not so with the righteous. Okay? Verse seven. The lips of the wise spread knowledge. Sifting is at as a chaff from the grain, but the hearts of short sighted fools are not so. When wisdom isn't in your heart, you are a fool. And so it won't be on your lips either. So listen, wisdom ain't going to be in your lips if it ain't in your heart. Pay attention to your relationships too. If there's not wisdom on their lips, it's not in their heart. Stop 
seeing the best in them and see the truth in them. Because sometimes you're still going to see the best. Don't see the best and don't see the worst. See the truth. Love doesn't lie or expect you to live one. See the truth. Verse 8. The sacrifice of the wicked is hateful and exceedingly offensive to the Most High Yah. But the petition of the upright is his delight. To obey is better than sacrifice. Obedience. But the wicked hate to obey. So they try to substitute it with a bunch of sacrifices. No, not so. I didn't mean to yell in your ear, my bad. No, not so. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Some of us sacrificing our mind and our sanity to be in a relationship. No, obey. Obedience. The way of life of the wicked is hateful and exceedingly offensive to the Most High Yah. He's offended again, verse 9. He's offended in verse 8 and offended again in verse 9. But he loves one who pursues righteousness, personal integrity, moral courage, and honorable character. So important. It's like you had to say it again from verse 8. We've been learning about that morality, that integrity. Verse 10, there is severe discipline for him who turns from the way of righteousness and he who hates correction will die. Did y'all hear die? Oh my God. Hates correction will die? Yes. So when you ignore verse 8 and 9, Verse 10 happens, death. It brings death upon themselves for rejecting the Most High's correction because rebuke makes them bitter instead of better. When you get rebuked with the truth, with the truth now, not with no foolishness, and you get bitter, your soul got bitter, you on the way to death, you on the way to dying. Righteous rebuke saves your soul. And it don't have to be all extra spooky religious. It could just be somebody telling you the truth that you don't want to hear. It don't have to be a whole, everybody sit there, it's time to rebuke you. No, it could just be, hey, let me, uh, did you know? It could just be that. Oh my gosh, why didn't you get all bitter like that? It says it's leading you to death. Because that, that wisdom within that rebuke is trying to save your soul. So watch how you respond when somebody is correcting your perverted thinking or doing. They got to be righteous, though. You can't be out here listening to everybody because people always send me emails telling them something that God told to, uh, He Okay. I ain't stupid no more. I ain't a fool no more. Verse 11. Oh, wait. Where, where are we at? There's division. Oh, okay. That was verse 10. 11. Sheol, the netherworld, the place of the dead. So now this is where the dead is going. And Abaddon, the abyss, the place of eternal punishment, y'all. Eternal punishment lie open before the Most High Yah. How much more the hearts and inner motives of the children of men. Hell is invisible to us, but Yah sees it all at once right before him as if it's in my face like my hand. That's how he see it. If we could see like the most high Yah, we would definitely change the way we think and live when you see how severe that eternal punishment is. So he says, lean on his own understanding, not ours, because we can't see how bad we even think it is. 
um it was somebody in here i was talking to i forget who it was who who was it i asked you to tell me why did you think revelations was scarier and more terrifying than lamentations um and she commented back and told me and i was like oh yeah girl that's that's about it <laughs> i was like yeah so it's terrifying but even with that we can't see it the way the most high sees it that's why he cautions us to lean not on our own understanding because it's way worse than you even think it is just like how yah is he, he's more good than you can imagine like he does more for you than you even ask that but on the flip side he gonna do worse for you than you expected so we don't want to lean on our our own understanding with that um because he sees it right before him in a way that we can't see uh-oh my computer about to die hold on y'all we got a lot a lot of stuff going on today forgive me i i i was like i i can't talk about it right now because i'm still in the midst of some stuff so i'm a little uh i'm here but i'm a little yeah it's stuff going on okay computer about to die on y'all then if it died it'd take me like 15 minutes to get it back up y'all probably would have left thinking i wasn't coming back um verse 12 a scoffer unlike a wise man resents one who rebukes him and tries to teach him nor will he go to the wise for counsel and instruction. So they not only hate, corru hate correction, they shoot the messenger of it. And it stays trapped. And they stay trapped in their foolishness because they won't even go to a wise person. They won't even go to a wise person. It's some people that um, have reached out to me and they're like, I need help, you know, in my marriage or whatever. But he won't go. He won't go. He won't even go. That's what that's talking about. Like you won't even go get some wisdom and get some help because you know more than some, I, how they don't even know me, how they got, there are people who are equipped to know you better than you might know yourself in the state that you're in right now. There they are. They, they very well might know you more than you know yourself right now because they've been trained to see things that you can't see about yourself. But the fool will say, you don't know me. How you gonna know me and come and tell me something? And it's just like, whoa, you know, some people do have a gift to discern, to counsel, you know what I mean? Sometimes you could just get counsel just from your own friends, you know, if they're full of the spirit of the most high, yeah. But then there are people who are like, that's their anointing to do that. Like, so yes, they can see things that you can't see, but, but fools, oh my gosh, it's like, you can't even help them. And it's so sad. And then I'll have to tell, usually a wife, I tell the wife, you don't have a marriage problem. You got to he got a problem he need to fix that then you won't have your marriage problem no more stop thinking this is a marriage problem verse 13 a heart full of joy and goodness makes a cheerful face but when a heart is full of sadness the spirit is crushed pretty self-explanatory 14, the mind of the intelligent and discerning seeks knowledge and eagerly inquires after it. But the mouth of the stubborn fool feeds on what? Foolishness. The wise seek wisdom to become wiser. The fool seeks foolishness and becomes more foolish. It's like feeding on good fruit versus rotten fruit like maggots do. Maggots will feed on some rotten feces corrupted fruit sitting and eating it but it's food to them that's what fools do they feed on foolishness the wise don't do that they're like um that's doo-doo i don't i don't i don't eat doo-doo that's how that's what you got to tell yourself when you're dealing with food i don't eat doo-doo mm -mm. 
verse 15. All the <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry, y'all. I don't eat doo-doo. I don't even know why I just said, but it's true. This is what maggots and flies, they eat doo-doo. And that's what fools do. They feed on foolishness. It's like eating doo-doo. That's how you got to look at it so you can get out of that nonsense. So if you got to tell yourself that to make you see how silly you look engaging in foolishness, tell yourself that. Verse 15, all the days of the afflicted are bad. I know it doesn't look like it, but it is. But a glad heart has a continual feast regardless of the circumstances. When our primary attitude is of a cheerful heart as opposed to an afflicted one, life can often follow suit. Sometimes we make our situation worse. You know what I'm saying? Because of the way that we're seeing it, the perspective we're seeing it from. Sometimes we got to ask ourselves, am I looking at this wrong? Because if the most high allowed it, you know, obviously it's something he wants me to see to sometimes it's just to see sometimes it's something that needs to be corrected sometimes it's a test whatever it is it's a purpose so what is it that i need to see um but sometimes when we're afflicted like i am right now if you stay in that you get so depressed it makes you stay in it longer but if you can see the most high yeah what's the uh, thing people say stop stop telling your stop telling y'all about your problems tell your problems about y'all not to say that not to talk to the most high y'all but sometimes we're telling you yeah, and this is it, and he he allowed it he already knows right so yes talk to y'all about it but get to a place where we can shift our perspective and be like first of all do you know who i serve do you know what he said in this verse and then this uh line right here about my situation like i'm gonna need you to adapt you know what I'm saying? Like fix our perspective. Um, so yeah, verse 16, better is a little with the reverent worshipful fear of the most high Yah than great treasure and trouble with it. Oh my gosh. Any of y'all had money, but a whole bunch of trouble, more money, more problems with it because you did something, you know, out of order. You got yoked up with people and you thought you was going to enjoy this thing. You can't even enjoy it. Can't even enjoy it. If we constantly want more and fear little, we can find ourselves dishonoring Yah. Trying to get more, fearing little. Can't even enjoy it when we get it. Verse 17. Better is a dinner of vegetables and herbs where love is present. Kind of how I used to eat before I came to Africa where now I got to eat meat and I really don't like eating meat. Then a fatted ox, ox served with hatred. The best herbs are often what, y'all? Bitter. But a bitter herb is so good for your body, it can produce some healing, but it's bitter. Some of the best tasting foods, while they are tasteful, they don't produce the benefit of the herbs. Love is like that sometimes. Sometimes the best thing you need feel, ooh, uncomfortable at first. Like people that come over here. And they send me emails and they say, I'm so uncomfortable watching you. You make me so uncomfortable. Good. I'm like a bitter herb. You can have some honey later, but you can't have honey when you're trying to heal. In order to heal, you need the bitter to get the heat. Like the, some of the most bitterest herbs. I'm so sorry. It's so blue in here, y'all. Some of the most bitter herbs are so healing. So why would I give you honey when you need the bitter herb? Be uncomfortable. Love is like that sometimes. Getting mad at me. 
Why you mad at me? I'm trying to help. Verse 18, a hot tempered man stirs up strife, but he who is slow to anger and patient calms disputes. Strife is never on accident. I repeat, strife is never on accident. That'd be intentional, that'd be plotted, that'd be planned. We learned about it in uh, the series on narcissism. Strife is never on accident. That's why it's wicked, it's intentional. And it only stems from a person void of his spirit while peace naturally flows from the opposite. Verse 19, the way of the lazy is like a hedge of thorns. It pricks and lacerates and entangles him. But the way of life of the upright is smooth and open like a highway. The result of laziness is a life full of frustration and trouble. Those who are spiritually lazy are like parasites who live off of the work of others. Or they're simply spiritually asleep to wisdom, going nowhere while the righteous are on the highway. Some people don't want to do their work. They don't want to do no download. They just they want me to do the work for them in the midnight hour. And then you just tell me what you got. I don't mind helping, but you're going to do some work too. I ain't going to be out here doing this by myself. The way of the lazy is like a hedge of thorns. It creates a whole bunch of frustration and trouble. That's the thorns. Because you're being lazy. You want to get on the highway and do some work. Verse 20. A wise son makes a father glad, but a foolish man despises his mother. Children despise righteous parents when they choose foolish things. We talk about righteous parents again, when you choose a fool, because some parents are not righteous and you're choosing righteousness and there's a hatred towards you. This is righteousness though we talking about, okay? Verse 21, foolishness is joy to him who is without heart and lacks intelligent common sense. But a man of understanding walks uprightly, making his course straight. Only fools enjoy foolishness. Only the wise enjoy righteousness. If they don't enjoy righteousness, they a fool. Beware. Verse 22. Without consultation and wise advice, plans are frustrated. But with many counselors, they are established and succeed. Now, when you're working with one counselor on a certain issue, you should not have many counselors. You shouldn't have a whole bunch of people in your ear and in your, in your, uh, in your business because it's, it's a bunch of confusion, right? But this is not talking about that. It is talking about how it's wise to seek wisdom or counsel um, when we need more than one view on what we see from others with wisdom and purity in order to succeed. So sometimes I might ask, you know, my own household, like my children, if I'm doing something, I might show them like, what do you think when you see this? Cause I, I, I might be seeing it one way and then they'll point out, yeah, mom, I don't know. If that's a good idea. Or I'll ask my husband. Yeah. I don't, you know, just get, it's like getting a, getting, um, some other perspectives on what you're thinking is good. You might be missing some things. Some people have gifts and certain, um, things in their heart that you don't have or you don't possess as much. Um, and so it's like in truth to our partner journey, I'll, I'll, I'll often ask them questions and I'll have them share it with the group because there are people in that group that have certain perspectives that they can offer to people. You know what I'm saying? So it's not saying like, say you go get help from a, to get help with a marriage counselor to go see five and six, seven. We got seven marriage counselors. No, that's too much. That's, that's a bunch of confusion. But like maybe a business decision 
or, um, you know, some kind of work situation, not something where you would need to sit with someone on a journey, like on a whole process. It's like different events. Just get a second look, get a second eye before you do that from someone who's righteous though. Verse 23, a man has joy in giving an appropriate answer and how good and delightful is a word spoken at the right moment. How good it is. That's why I was crying in the petition. Wise words help wise hearts feel joy, especially with perfect timing. Cause we talk about the same things at the right time and in the right place, right? It's, oh, I felt the just crazy. I felt the joy in that petition. You see that exclamation mark, how good it is. Oh, I love it. Verse 24, the chosen path of life leads upward for the wise that he may keep away from Sheol, the netherworld, the place of the dead below. Wisdom moves you away from hell. Just having wisdom. You ain't even got to try. Just have some wisdom. Exercise it. And you're gonna, it's going to start moving you in the opposite direction of hell. As opposed to the other verse we talked about where it's, it's bringing you to it, that foolishness. It said you're going to die. I was like, woo. Oh my gosh, it'd be death. People be telling me it's not that serious, Zara. Um, beware the narcissist, you won't die. Yes, you can. You better read Proverbs and, and look a little deeper. Verse 25, the most high Yahuwah will tear down the house of the proud and arrogant self-righteous, but he will establish and protect the boundaries of the land. The boundaries, you need some protection with your boundaries against these toxic people. He will establish and protect the boundaries of the land of the Most High Yah. Uh, I mean, of the divine widow, the widow that belongs to the Most High, a righteous one. Okay? So Yah tends specially to those who are who depend on him with humility. Like a widow, especially at this time, man, you was in a tough spot. You was the, the, the Most High. It was, if the Most High wasn't your help, you was going often go unhelped. But the Most High Yah tends specially to those who depend on him with humility like a widow would and disastrously to those who don't because of their pride. Like Yah just really hates that pride. E Verse 26, evil plans and thoughts of the wicked are exceedingly vile and offensive to the Most High Yah, but pure words are pleasant words to him. And action is a thought first. That's why I be telling y'all we got to process our thoughts. Your, the things we do don't come out of nowhere. They come out of thinking, distorted or perverted thinking, not sexual perversion in this case. Just this, the perversion is that it's a confusion, right? So action is a thought first. And that's how wickedness is abomination because it's premeditated. And those thoughts are often exposed by the selection of our speech, which proves a righteous heart versus a wicked one. And Yah is watching. So if we want to be pleasing to Yah with our speech, it first starts in, in our heart and in our thoughts. We got to fix that. Like I was telling you in the introduction to this, uh, this, uh, healing paper Proverbs on 15 verse 27, he who profits unlawfully brings suffering to his own house, but he who hates bribes and does not receive nor pay them will live many use family obligations to justify greedy gain only to end up causing chaos to the family they say they're doing it for 
But the Most High Yah blesses with no sorrow added to those who hate selfish, dishonest gain. We got to stop saying, I'm doing this for my children. I'm doing this for my family. Stop it. If you got to do it in a way that lacks integrity, you're not doing it for your family because you're going to destroy them with that very act. So how can you do something for them when you're destroying them in the way that you're doing it? That's that perversion, that this confused thinking that the Most High is saying we got to fix, process the way that we're thinking. Stop for a minute and think about what you're thinking. Fix it. Fix it. Verse 28, the heart of the righteous thinks carefully, see, about how to answer in a wise and appropriate and timely way. But the babbling mouth of the wicked pours out malevolent things. Wisdom is not impulsive. Foolishness pours out with no wise thought beforehand, increasing in evil. It doesn't think beforehand. It just goes. It's, it, it's an impulsivity. And it, it doesn't, it's, it, you're going to need, you're going, yeah, y'all get it, right? 29, the most high Yahuwah is far from the wicked and distances himself from them. But he hears the petitions of the consistently righteous, not the one time righteous, the consistently righteous. That is those with spiritual integrity and moral courage. People who are wicked separate themselves from Yah, so he is far from them. But the righteous draw near to the most high and he draw near, draws near right back. Remember how we saw in this scripture earlier when I talked about um, wisdom, how it won't even go. Just like Yah is like, he distances himself from the wicked. The wisdom is like, I can't even go into that kind of soul. Oh no, I'm not even dwelling there. So why would you? If Yah won't even do it, if wisdom won't even, so why are you, why are you exposing yourself to that? Verse 30, the light of the eyes rejoices the heart of others. And good news puts fat on the bones. Since the eyes are like a lamp to our whole body, when they are enlightened and that confusion is cleared up in you, it does your heart so good. Just like good news brightens and brings health to our very body. It's the same thing that, that's happening. Scientifically speaking, there is a release of hormones that contribute to your mood and your healing with the same, the very same thing. It's mechanical. It's how the most high set it up, you know, in our bodies that way. So stop ruminating and feeding on bad news. When you're dealing with people that's always giving you bad news and terrible things and terrible this, you're destroying your very soul. Because verse 30 is telling you right here that good news puts the fat on your bones. It enlightens you. But when you keep giving yourself bad news and fearful news and, and destructive news, it is destroying your bones. It's corrupting it. It's, it's, it's snuffing the light right out of your eyes. It's not good for you to do that. It, it even releases the negative, um, scientifically speaking, um, it releases, um, the harmful chemicals that can become toxic to your nervous system. It's not good for you. That's why when people come over here with stuff and they want to talk about this, no, don't bring that over here. You know, people think I'm doing too much. No, I'm protecting the people that's listening. Don't bring up, don't bring that stuff up in these comment sections and have us not only just dealing with your negative spirit, but releasing fear chemicals in people, breaking their nervous system down. They already over here trying to heal. Get out of here with that. Verse 31. 
the ear that listens to and learns from the life-giving rebuke. Life-giving rebuke, reprimand or censure, will remain among the wise. Let me say something. Advice is only for the wise. It ain't for the fool. If you've been paying attention in Proverbs, you know why. Advice is not for fools. They don't even take They can't take it. Advice is only for the wise because fools cannot take it. And so they never make company of the wise or wisdom. So why would you give them access to you? Only the wise remain among the wise. The fools can't hang with the wise. Verse 32, he who neglects and ignores instruction and discipline despises his own self. But he who learns from rebuke and acquires understanding and grows in wisdom. I hope I read that right. You hate your own soul when you can't receive wisdom because wisdom is life-saving, especially when it's uncomfortable to, your, to hear. Especially when it's uncomfortable to hear. It's trying to save your soul. It's a war going on inside you. That's why I feel uncomfortable. That's why I said in the bureau, let that burn, just let it, just let it burn. Shut your mouth and be quiet. You're getting, you're getting saved in your soul. Stop refuting it. Stop, stop disputing it. Stop always having something. I know that. I know everybody, but you don't know. Be quiet. You don't know. You don't know what the most high knows. You don't know more than him. You don't know more than divine wisdom knows. Be quiet. Especially when you come to somebody for help because you're in a certain situation. Shut your mouth. You don't know what you think you know. That's why you're in the situation you're in. Verse 33. The reverent fear of the Most High Yah, that is worshiping him and regarding him as truly awesome, is the instruction for wisdom. It's starting point and it's essence. And before honor comes humility. You want to get that honor. You want to get that healing. There's a humility that, that you have to show. You have to humble yourself and stop trying to think you know more than somebody who is ahead of you in that thing. There's, I don't know what it is in this day and age with this generation, but they come to, to not just me, but other people for help, but you can't tell them nothing. You cannot help somebody who don't have humility. You got to lower yourself to get help. That's what this verse is, is expounding upon. Wisdom first starts with fearing and respecting the most high, high Yah, but it takes humility to get there. And then let him use who he wants to use, how he wants to use them to help you. That, ooh, we did it in, in just about an hour. Cause I was like, I gotta get off of here in an hour. Um, that is verse 15, Proverbs 15. Make sure that you do the download y'all. Um, because yeah, if you ain't get it from this live, I don't know. I don't know what else to say to help you get it. Do the download to help you keep your heart journal, process your thoughts. Okay. Let me read a few comments then I'm gonna get out of here. Let's see. Hold on. 
Oh, hey, Ramona. She said, I'm here just silent. I literally just thought about you the other day. I was, I was reading an old comment or something from you when I was doing something. And I was like, where is Ramona? I haven't seen her. Okay, I'm glad you're still here. Okay. Hallelujah. Needing y'all's order, spirit, and peace. Yes, for real. Peace, Kimberly Whitaker. Thank you for joining us. Peace, Juanita, y'all. Thank you for joining us. Yes, Shelly Murphy. Praise Yahoo for his healing. Mm-hmm. Gracious greatness says Shalom, bro. Doing a technical thing and Shalom to you, Zara. Wow, the heart's so interesting. Loving the joy of the children. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he be he trying to help me. He's still a blue hair. I don't know what the heck is going on. Aw, seashells, yes, their laughter is a good background. I, I got a soundtrack to Hill and Paper Proverbs today. Well, I got this music playing, but I didn't even realize that. That's true. That's a good point. That's a good perspective. Um, Courtney Taylor. Oh, Courtney, thank you. Because I don't know if you realized the other day, I was like, I wish y'all would just leave me a little, just a little line of what you're talking about when you leave a comment so I would know what you're talking about. And she did it. She put 100. Stop seeing the best in them, but see the truth in them. Yeah. Thank you, uh, thank you, uh, Courtney Taylor. Peace, the pharmacy of Yah. Yes, it was you, Courtney Taylor. I thought I didn't want to say your name wrong. That was you. Yeah. Regarding the comment earlier, y'all, that I was talking about. I don't know what dreaming of your Jerusalem is laughing at. She probably laughing when I said, oh. <laughs> I don't eat doo-doo. <laughs> it is facts. I'm just saying. I don't. You know what I'm saying? Grace, say, I love the little dramatizations. I don't eat doo-doo. I'm just saying. Peace, Alana Dundas. Yes, bitter herbs are very good for the body. Listen, I don't even like taking them, but they they healing. They are so healing. Peace, Colette McIntosh. Yes, Shelly. I'm changing my perspective, telling my problems about y'all. Yeah, man. Um. Yes, we love his wisdom so much. For real, yes. Peace, Janae Hamilton. Peace and blessings. I love how you break down these proverbs. Thank you, Janae. I appreciate that. Dreaming of usual. Yes, that was it about the doodle. -doo. I'm, I'm just helping y'all see it. Because this is disgusting. But it's, that's what we're doing when we're dealing with fools in an unhealthy way. It's disgusting. So, yeah. Courtney Taylor, not a problem at all. Thank you. Peace, Melissa Dundas. This was good. Thank you. All right, y'all. Thanks for, for joining in. Um, uh, as far as the giveaway, so people submitted the stuff for the giveaway for December to get the hoodie, but nobody did all of the steps. So the first time I had a little grace and I was like, okay, you know, you, everybody, you didn't do all the steps, but okay. No, you got to do all the steps. So I don't want to make a habit of, um, what do you call it? Uh, boundaries of bubblegum, right? I don't want to give bubblegum to something that need a boundary. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to just start giving free stuff out and you don't do what you agreed to do to get it. You know what I'm saying? And I know that some people are not doing that on purpose, but you have to pay attention to the giveaway form on truetribe.com 
I mean, not true tribe. ZaraHarrison.com slash true tribe giveaway. I think it is. You have to pay attention to the steps. I really wanted to give a hoodie out and I can't, I couldn't give it for the month of December because nobody completed the steps. Some people only did one thing. Some people only did two things. Some people didn't even fill in all the information on the form. And I'm like, man, I can't pick nobody. And I really wanted to. So I still want to give something away though. I got to think, I see another way to give something away outside of that. But for the giveaway, you need to really follow the steps. So we don't have a, a winner for the month of December because I wasn't on live as much. So I wasn't able to talk about it to, to remind people as much as I normally would. And then the people that did submit it, they didn't complete all of the steps. And I can't, I don't want to make a habit of just doing it anyway. You got to complete the steps. Um, but that was Proverbs 15. I hope you enjoyed it. Beware of the narcissist. The narcissist will come back, I think, in either, I think next week. I think next week. Um, because I have, I'm, I'm working through some stuff, some personal stuff. And it is literally trying to take the life out of me. Like, yeah, um, it's, it's been a lot. So I can't do that on Wednesday because I just got to get myself together. But I still might go live later on this week um to talk about something else i just don't know when so make sure you get in the telegram group if you want notifications about when i am going to go live please 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 do the download y'all it's free you don't even gotta pay for it maybe i should charge because some of y'all you don't appreciate free stuff but then when it's i paid for this then you do it it's free do, do the download please and please make sure that you leave a comment and let people know which verse from Proverbs stuck out to you? Like sometimes you got to go back and listen to it or, you know, read it yourself and then be like, man, but share it because just like somebody gave this perspective, Seashell, she talked about, I like the, um, the laughter behind you. Like, and then I said, it was kind of like a soundtrack. Like that was, it gives people other perspectives. You know what I'm saying? So share what verse stood out to you and why, because the most high uses pieces like that to help us make sense of things when it's from righteous people full of his spirit. Now, when they, they not, then there's a whole bunch of chaos and confusion. We don't want that up in here. We don't want the critical spirits telling people how to think and what to think and what to say. No, it's your perspective. Chill out. So the people that got the right heart, you're so welcome here. I'm so glad that you're here. I love the people here that are just that are a joy, that just give me life, that are uplifting, that are encouraging, that are supportive. Like y'all are a blessing. Like y'all are the only reason why I ain't stopped doing YouTube because YouTube is difficult sometimes. It may not look like it, but it's, it's difficult to be up here on YouTube constantly being, getting criticized by critical spirits. It is like, so when uh, I think of it, how like when Yahusha was in the wilderness, and then the, um, the angels came in and said they ministered to him after that. That's how I feel like some of y'all are. It's like, you'll minister to me when I just been attacked and tempted in, in all kinds of ways. And then here come a nice loving word. Like it said, it's, it's health to your bones. And then another, it's like, oh, thank you. Thank you. I needed that. You know what I'm saying? Not that I need that to, to do what I need to do, but it's, it's a nice touch that the most high affords. And I'm so grateful and appreciative of that but i don't feel pressure to have to do it just be led by the most high i don't want y'all think y'all gotta gas me up to keep going because that's not what i'm talking about at all like at all um but i appreciate that and so i just wanted to thank the people that take the time to share how things are blessing them and share you know positive feedback and support um and you know even when it's some stuff that i don't i'm not paying attention to because sometimes y'all know um my slides 
I look at some of my socks, I'm like, dang, that was off, or that was whatever. And somebody be like, Zara, you missed that, or you said, and I be like, thank you, my bad, thank you for letting me know. So I'm not talking about that. Like people with the right heart, y'all can ask questions and all of that. I'm talking about critical spirits because you're trying to be a Pharisee and you're trying to trap me. I'm not, we not doing that over here. That's not what we doing. But there are some people who have actual, like from a, a heart of humility and that's, that's different. Y'all, I got time for. That other spirit, I ain't got no time for it, okay? But I hope y'all enjoyed Healing Period Proverbs 15. I'll probably see you Monday for, for Proverbs 16. We halfway through, y'all. Almost pretty much with Proverbs. And then we'll be done with um the series. I mean, we got a number of weeks left, but we halfway through. Woo! Healing! Okay. All right, y'all. Peace. They always told me love's supposed to suffer long. I looked it up in the lexicon. It say that suffering actually means the act of being patient. Have I been patient with you? And who is to decide when long is long enough? And what do I do when I feel I've had enough?